0: what's up everyone welcome into more important issues more important issues is brought to you by our sponsors tennessee tap house hound dogs and tap 40 bar and grill and blue water climate control and here's a quick word from our good friends at blue water climate control People always ask, where did we get the name Blue Water Climate Control? When a Navy ship casts off lines, exits the harbor, and loses sight of land, that's Blue Water Sailing. It takes a team of people to do that tireless work, focus, and attention to detail. So much of starting a business is just like that. After it's done, you get filled with deep satisfaction for accomplishing something. And it's quickly followed by, now the real work begins. We're Blue Water Climate Control. Back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it could be waved. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. Woo-hoo. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about
1: them orange britches. Tennessee stay well. How does
0: my title see Jennings? Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to there And Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam at the bottom of the ninth, You can't draw it up any better.
1: We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right
0: now. I made up my mind. I don't want to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah!
1: What is up, everybody? Welcome in to a Thursday edition of More Important Issues. It is Thursday, August 12th. It is, oh, 22 days, I believe? No, 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 21 days. Exactly, 21 days. I wish I could do math. 21 days until it is football time in Tennessee. And actually, kickoff would have just happened. I would be, sit, Landon on be at the game. I will be sitting on my couch.
0: Yes, you'll be where right where you were at. I'll,
1: I'll be right where I'm at. Actually, <laughs> I, I sit a little closer this way but you're right' right where I'm at um, you uh,
0: in, in the corner you, you yeah the I'm corner? a bit
1: I'm a this is a, an l no big deal I've got a sectional I mean mm. I, I, I'm trying to hide my money but yeah you,
0: you can't thing. hide the mi money
1: <laughs> no uh, I do have a sectional no big deal but yeah so I will be nervous as I'll get out I'll have um I need a I need an away game beer my home game beer is usually Miller Lite, I need an away game beer I, I don't nothing against <laughs> Miller Lite, I just don't drink it on my couch so maybe uh if anybody you know knows any any good away game beers we'll call it uh let me know and that, that's what i'll choose this year um so we'll, are, you, know. are you trying
0: to go like like a light beer you're trying to like it doesn't
1: have to be because i'm just on the couch with the ac No, know be dolls i AC. i know I'm, I'm just gonna look rich to everybody ac and a sectional
0: but it's got to be something like, that's you, like year-round like you couldn't do like a I could do Oktoberfest.
1: They, now they sell it in like September all the way through December. So I could do that. But I'm, I'm not crazy about Oktoberfest.
0: Mm. What about the... Um, Couldn't do Summer Shandy, that's for sure. Yeah, you're missing out. I don't know. Well, we'll we got a couple. We got 21 days. Yeah. Uh, even though it's if, a home well, game. We got, we got time to figure it out.
1: It's an away game for me. so um, Which is unfortunate. <laughs> but I was looking at it, man. I'm like, I mean, I, maybe I'll be okay with it. I'm probably going to miss a, a couple games this year. But... I think I'll hey, be okay. Unless
0: they start winning, then you'll start clearing your schedule, right? God, dude. I'm like, what if it happens? Well,
1: I I don't know. Maybe I'm the curse. We're three weeks
0: away. We might as well start talking ourselves into more wins.
1: What if, Caleb, what do we find out this year that I am the curse? Like, I can never move back to Knoxville.
0: Ever. Yeah, No, you're moving back.
1: Not a- <laughs> Tennessee goes 10-2. and two, I'm not moving back. It's not happening. I'll, I'll, I'll
0: kidnap you. I don't
1: care. <laughs> You'd rather me live in Knoxville than Tennessee. Go, Tennessee. We wouldn't be friends at that point. I'll, I like
0: let you live in like Maryville or something like <laughs> Fair. Rockford. It's Fair. even closer to Maryville.
1: <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. We do have position previews for you guys. Um, Talking corners this episode. Not an offensive line podcast anymore. We you know loved it. it. too much.
0: Too much beef. <laughs> yeah, can't do it okay. two knots in a row.
1: It's it's why I put on weight to I had to make weight you
0: know so that's why I look a little big this episode. Yeah, um, we ate all the meat, and today we had a, a fart in a skillet. That's all we had. Yeah.
1: I still don't know what that means. Is that a saying?
0: <laughs> I've never heard it before. I haven't either. So I was I was just like I don't really want to like I don't. I know. I love it. I don't know what it means. I don't know I, how, I don't know
1: how I feel about it. I I don't I don't know yet. It, if someone could explain it to me, I might feel better about it. But I'm out on it right now.
0: So so if you don't know what I'm talking about Mike Eckler said that that's what he wanted in a punt returner is a uh, fartness skillet. So
1: no clue. I'm out. Don't know what it means. We're also going to talk some of the QB room potential movement happening here soon. Maybe we'll find out.
0: Some drama, baby.
1: <laughs> Golly, man. I you, you you hope for it to be drama free. It's it's not. First off, it was never drama free before, so don't take this the wrong way. But even more so with, like, guys being able to make money off their name, it's going to – I mean, let's. it's just the nature of the business now. Right. Um, but, I mean, it was – there was already drama before, so I don't think NIL is creating the drama. I think it's just going to maybe elevate it to an extent. Um, we're also going to talk about some of the biggest impact newcomers or freshmen, I guess, not newcomers, because uh, that is a difference. Tennessee has a lot of newcomers, but only so many freshmen. Um, we'll also talk about the Jumbotron. Got a – I'm not going to call it a facelift because it was Jason Witten. It's already beautiful, but it did get a new face on it, and we will discuss that, as well as East Pond signing with the Memphis Grizzlies, staying in-state, Tennessee guy, all the way from France. No big deal. If you got questions, drop them in the chat. We've already got one from Patrick Edie. Um, You guys think – I don't know. Who's this? Prunty? Prunty. Prunty yeah, one. he
0: was a freshman All-American at Kansas. Oh, um, that one. No, I kind of hope
1: I didn't know his name.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um... I heard something today, and I'm not going to repeat it because it's. I don't know if it's true or not. But from what I heard, he's probably moving closer to home. Got, where is he from originally? Virginia.
1: Gotcha. Like, what's that much closer than like South Carolina It's probably like what a
0: two hour th- or. Three
1: it's or four um,
0: it's like Virginia Beach. So okay. like it's it's like, it's not really near a big D one school there either. Like it's in probably, Virginia, I mean, so. it's probably
1: Virginia. or Virginia Tech is the closest.
0: Yeah, I mean, but even then, like I, I looked at the map today, they're not even they're still, that close. It's like yeah. th- three hours probably. How far did you look how far Columbia was? I didn't, no. Okay. I mean, you have to go through North Carolina, so it's – I still, I mean, I'm going
1: to think it's a pretty – It's probably pretty, like
0: five or six. I, I was thinking
1: five hours. That was what I was thinking. Yeah. Probably I'm going like to do it real quick while you're um, – uh, then I'll, Oh, what I was saying, drop, drop the questions in the chat, though. We got you, Patrick. Thanks for hopping in um drop those questions in there and of course we got
0: some segments for you also let's- tell us where you're listening from we haven't done that in a while have we haven't had yeah i mean we already started with some we're, we're looking at geography right now so yeah, <laughs> yeah. W- want to hear about it big geography guys so let us know um well, let's get into some some corners
1: let's talk at dbs well i guess corners just corners i I just realized I, like, I was kind of prepared for everything, but that's good. Over-prepared.
0: Yeah. Um, There you go. Yeah. I mean, over- we, we split it up just because, you know, we like to – that last week we like to hammer the, the quarterbacks or special teams and, and then, you know, segue right into the football season. So
1: – Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is a six-hour drive, by the way, from Columbia to Virginia Beach. Six hours.
0: Okay. You got so people, from it's, it's, people from Louisville, people from Michigan. Hall.
1: Oh, listen from Michigan. I love. it. Wait, what'd you
0: say? You said five hours. Six,
1: six hours from six Columbia hours. to Virginia Beach. Okay, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Um, all right, corners. Talking some corners. This is, um, I'll, I'll say, you know, for defensive backs as a whole, because I mean, there's obviously going to be some overlap. <laughs> um, I, I think it, as cool, many questions and as many questions as there are on, you know, the the defensive side of the ball, especially a linebacker. Um, DBs, I mean, not only do you have quite a bit of experience there, maybe got to figure out as far as the, uh, you know, how much talent you have there. You do have a lot of experience, um, but you also have a good, good coach. So that's got to make you feel more comfortable about this position. A good experienced coach in Willie Martinez. like You've got to feel more comfortable about it than just about any other position group, I guess, besides defensive line.
0: Yeah. And you got some experience returning as well. You lose Bryce Thompson. Um, you have three guys and, and Warren Burrell, Kenneth George Jr. and Alante Taylor, who has experience in this league. Um, <clears throat> and a year ago, Warren Burrell was that true freshman that was getting kind of all the the hype around him, mm-hmm. um, and, and saw some playing time. Didn't see a ton last season, but I know last season was just different for everybody. But um, and then they added some some competition to that room. They added Brandon Turnage at, from Alabama and then Kamal Haddon from uh, Auburn. So get two guys that didn't really have a ton of experience, but you add some some competition and, you know, some high-profile guys.
1: Yeah, I definitely think it – I mean, it obviously helps add in turnage. I think a guy that didn't get to play much at the, at the corner position, but, you know, did see the field at, at uh, uh, as far as special teams goes, which I think says a lot when you're at a program like Alabama. Um, not that I think he's just going to bring in a ton of – a wealth of – experience and talent and all that. But I think it it does certainly add to that room. It can't take away. Um, but, I mean, I think you do have – I think you're going to have a good group to choose from. I think the biggest one that you mentioned that there was just a lot of hype around him going into the season, I know you didn't see much from him. That was Warren Burrell. I think that's a guy who – I mean, I hope you need him to, right, to step into a role. And- he has
0: put on some weight. I don't know if you saw him speak with the media um, or just, you know, the videos. But he's put on some weight. Some good weight, too, not just like <laughs> I was about to say. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's clarify that. I mean, um, he definitely could have used some weight last year. I mean, he was skin and bones, bones and skin.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so it's kind of mostly at 190 now. The roster pulled up, so yeah, I mean, he's just three pounds below Elante Taylor. And I think the biggest thing about Elante Taylor, and um, I think you already, I think you definitely have this uh, in this group for a couple of guys. Elante Taylor thought Kenneth George, um, did it, did it well at times throughout the year. They were really. They were pretty good in run support. I'm not going to say really good. They were pretty good in run support. Um, now, you know, passing game, it's a different story, but it also takes a lot of levels past just defensive backs. Um, but, I mean, I think those guys, if, if they can take the next step now and be effective in the pass game, they also dropped a lot of interceptions. That's
0: one thing. Yeah, and, and with, you know, you, your defense is going to be asked to get turnovers. Um, and so that that's something this group really has to um, – kind of hone in and, and, attack is, and I know they've done a lot of, um, I know when the media has been present, they've done a lot of um, turnover circuits, which that's probably what you do when the media is watching, do something that doesn't really mean anything. Um, but I mean, yeah, that, that's something that like has to be better. They can't have drop picks, especially with what you lose on defense. You know, you know, this defense might be worse than last year. I hope not, um, especially with the news we got today coming out of the scrimmage that the defense played good. <laughs> um, but it also that also makes me like, oh, is the offense that bad?
1: I mean, I think there's definitely going to be level. Like there's probably – both are probably true, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't think the defense could play much worse than they did throughout at least, you know, sure. some parts of the season. So I think there's probably some truth that they're playing better um i also i mean i'm excited about Heibel's offense but i'm not convinced that i mean you gotta
0: do it first well and like if your offense is able to score i think that gives a lot of confidence to your defense and last year you didn't have that so your defense was like okay we're going back out here if we get a stop it doesn't matter because we're going to be right back out here and the score is going to be the exact same so that's got to be demoralizing as well to a defense. So. Hopefully they get a little bit of boost from from the opposite opposite side of the ball.
1: There you go. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I do want to flip back to and you know continue talking corners just because I think, I mean, I think the one interesting point I think you got to assume Alante Taylor's the the one of the starters at that position. Who do you he's peg as that? Who do you peg as that second one? Would you agree, Elante Taylor? Or
0: yeah, I, I think you got to go with him just because I, I think leadership and you know he's been in this program. I, I just think he's got to be a shoe in to be a starter. Um, the other side is, is different from and I think this is a big year for Elante Taylor too. I don't think it's mm-hmm. just I think the added competition is probably good for him. Um, but I mean he it's just all about consistency for him. I, I was about and, to say
1: I wouldn't necessarily lock it in for him.
0: Right. Yeah, I think it helps that he's a leader on this team. Um, you know, Deshaun Rucker talked and you know that's his big brother is Elante, so you know, he's taking Younger guys under his wing, and and that's great. That's great to see. Um, I think that's important for a program. But dude, you got to show up on the field. I mean, yeah. like you said, he shows up and run support. But the bonehead coverages, like you know, the BYU a couple years ago, you know, he's I'm hoping just you had, didn't it. It's just like just stuff that just can't happen when you're. To be, to be
1: fair, Jeremy Pruitt might still be our coach if he beat BYU that year. <laughs> Because you you're looking at what, probably a nine-win season? So are you uh, giving Elante credit for that? Oh,
0: 100%. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't. That makes me sound like I hated Jerry Pruitt the whole time. That's that's not the case. I mean, after this year, it was clear he needed to go. But, no.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, this is a money year for Elante Taylor as far as the yeah. other side goes. I think, you know, Kenneth George, is. You know, he probably led the nation in drop picks. Um, <laughs> hey, he's there. He, he was there. He like They didn't just throw it over the top of him. So I guess that's something. But I, I think when you're looking at like talent-wise, athleticism, I, I think Warren Burrell probably gives you more. Um, but, ag- again, it's like who's consistent. And Josh Heibel has talked about this in his press conferences. Like, if you're consistent in practice, you're going to get more reps. And then more reps leads you to be more um, prepared for a game day. Mm-hmm. So, like – if you're more consistent in practice, you're probably going to play. Yeah. And, I mean, that's – That's what I, it should I think, be,
1: I guess. <laughs> right. And I, I think that's what kind of makes – I think it, it, it at several positions, I think corner is one of them. I think it's going to be interesting to see who the guys that step up. Just because I didn't feel like there was a big group last year. Um, I mean, it was the three that we've kind of named. But I also feel like there's some guys – I mean, adding Kamal Hayden and um, – uh, Brandon Turnage. Brandon Turnage. I mean, that adds in two other guys that are probably just as talented for, you know, Turnage, if not more, to the group that – I mean, it really makes it interesting to see who's going to be there. You have guys that have been here for – I mean, being within the program, even though it's a different coach, I think that helps you. Whether yeah, you definitely you know, have a leg up. So, you know, that – but I think if you don't add those two guys, I think it's easy to see the three people that are going to be on the field the most. You yeah. add in those two guys, I think it could be – It's almost. Anybody's ball game. Like I like I said, I, I still assume that day one, it's you know or game one, it's going to be Elante Taylor on, on one side of the ball, but I, I also wouldn't lock it in. And I think it's just going to be a. I think the position group for as a whole is pretty wide open, and and who takes advantage of that? Like Hypo said, like you just stated, who's the most consistent in practice right now? I think. I mean, we don't we didn't see a lot out of that group. So your guess is as good as mine as far as you know last year and trying to figure it out for this year. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, this. I think it's anybody's ballgame. If you do want playing Tom, this is another position that it shouldn't be too hard if if you really go out there and do the consistent and the right things consistent, you could find yourself as an STC starter.
0: Yeah, and I hope this staff does a better job of you know maybe taking something from Jeremy Pruitt and learning from him that you know if they're not producing on the field, get somebody else in there. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I, I think it's going to be Alonte Taylor and Warren Burrell to start. Um, but if they're not producing, I, I think, you know, those two guys that you mentioned, Turnage and, and Haddon, guys that uh didn't go through spring, so it's probably taking them a little bit of time to get their legs underneath them, get in into shape. Yeah. Um and, and get used to, you know, I guess this defense a little bit. But yeah, just being in the program, it, it takes an adjustment period. So uh yeah, I think maybe by the end of the year you could see somebody else in that starting role.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I do have a couple of questions regarding the defensive backs and, and statistic leaders, but you mentioned like the – I don't know. I mean, how how difficult is it as a coach? I mean, you know – like I mean, Josh Heupel mentioned that the more consistent you are, the more rapture in practice and more – and that just leads into trust and who we play on game days. I just – it's a hard thing to overcome, but I feel like at the college level it should be a bit easier – but I mean, if guys just aren't getting it done, no matter if they've been the best in practice, if guys aren't getting it done, why does it take so long to pull them? I don't necessarily, I don't know. The reason I say I don't understand it at this level of college football or of football is because those guys, I mean, if if they're at Tennessee, they're good. I'm not saying they're SEC, you know, they're SEC, all SEC players or they're all Americans or you know, even necessarily deserve to start, but. I mean, they're athletes, Like they're they're all athletes, right? Uh, if you got to offer a scholarship, so why is why is it so hard to just if a guy's getting burned? What the hell does it matter if another guy's getting burned?
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're not getting it done, I mean, yeah, obviously, like if they make one bonehead play, you don't take them out immediately. Yeah. Right. But if it's a constant occurrence in a game, yeah, you try somebody else. And I get it at like the high school level
1: and probably even lower levels of, you know, football, like looking at, you're like, I, I mean, that guy can't run. <laughs> like I can't put him right. there. I get that. But these aren't high school guys that just showed up one Saturday or one weekday in June to a workout and they're on the team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like that's not the case. So I, I don't get why it's – I mean, I, I do understand it to an extent of like you saw him in practice all week. You know who who's done it best to this point. But I mean it's like the Jared Garantano situation. Apparently, he just practiced that well, I guess. He just gave Tennessee the best opportunities. But at what point do you see the product on the field and you're like, there it
0: cannot get worse than this? Right. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's it that was last year was incredible. It was just incredible. It's that the- Kentucky game more specifically was just mind boggling. Cause I'm like, I'm like, yeah, Jeremy Pruitt knows more about football than I do. But in that case, we, I'm just like – But are we watching the same game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it, you start to be like, hmm, could I be a college football coach? Well, you know, for everything
1: Jeremy Pruitt sees, you know, every day of the week, what we saw on Saturday, what did it say about his program? Just like he, if he looked at the quarterbacks and he goes, well, what I saw Monday through Friday, that tells me a lot about them. Everything we saw on Saturday tells us everything we need to know about you, in my opinion. Like that, right, That's the nature of the business. That—that that, If you want us to see you in practice, open up practice. <laughs> But that's not where we that's not where we see you. So
0: yeah, and you know I know the media is probably not seeing a ton more of of practice, but they are having more media availability. Like, I mean, a lot of freshmen are talking.
1: And when's the last
0: time that's happened? I I think that has to do with
1: NIL. I I think I think that's a I think that's a recruiting tool. Um, I don't think it's necessarily. I'm not saying Jeremy Pruitt would have done it this year, but I think if any program across the nation. It's like if you're not Alabama, I don't know what Alabama's looked like. I'm not saying they've had freshmen available or not, or had players available or not. I have no idea. I'm just saying Alabama sells itself by winning. Tennessee doesn't have that luxury. Mm-hmm. But if you want to sell players to come here and to let people to get to know who you are and, and whatnot, you know, right off the bat, the best way to do that is to put your face on Twitter and Instagram and all that. So I think I personally think that is an NIL tool slash recruiting tool. That that's my opinion of what's happened, what we're seeing.
0: I like I like it. I like seeing different – you get to see, like, personality-wise. And, like, you'll see a kid – hopefully that's a a freshman. You'll get to see him as a senior and see how much he's grown um, with the media and stuff like that. I mean, a lot of those guys, like, hold their own. Like, I know I'd be pissing in my pants, but they seem comfortable. A lot of them do. I don't
1: understand why it's always been such a tight lip, you know, like with players' availability
0: only seniors or, or, or yeah. like,
1: I mean, if the players want to talk, like they should know what they can and can't say. And if they say it, then you pull it.
0: Or, oh yeah. In camp, there is a meeting. It's about a two hour meeting saying what you can and can't say to yeah. the media. Or so I'm just social like, media.
1: so I'm just like, why, why is, and I'm not, I don't know if Hypo would be doing it. If an IL didn't exist, I have no idea. I don't know what UCS program looks like. If anybody does, you can comment. But I do think this is an I part partly an NIL thing. Um, but I just I've never understood that. I've never understood for you know, like the NFL forcing Marshawn Lynch. I, I don't get that. If someone doesn't want to talk to the media, who cares? Like mm-hmm. they they shouldn't have to, it's part of their contract. Well, in my opinion, that's a I mean, that's dumb. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, it's how the NFL, you know, markets themselves. I mean, I feel like the ML the NFL doesn't need Marshawn Lynch to talk to the media to market themselves. Right. So it's an inc- I give it's incredibly dumb. Um,
0: I have a question a lot for of you. Like, If
1: you make millions of dollars, you shouldn't have a problem talking to the media. No, that if you don't want to do that, then I mean I would give a million dollars less if I was Marshawn Lynch to not talk to the media.
0: <laughs> right. I have a question for you. I, I want to finish up corners real quick before I ask because I, I think it'll be it'll take us a little bit to probably get through it. Um. So anything you want to add for? Th- corners i did want to ask you we got off that tangent uh
1: who leads who leads the team in takeaways whether forced fumbles interceptions who, who you have at, yeah, like at the, at, corner, at the corner. corner position yeah yeah because it may be a safety that I, think, I think i think
0: it'll probably be elante i think he'll have some fumble recoveries um some forced fumbles as well i'm gonna go with him but uh picks i probably like if we're just going picks i probably wouldn't go elante yeah i would agree with that okay um but man, like they need somebody to be like as probably even better than Bryce Thompson was last year, and I think that guy has to be Alonte Taylor. So he's got to clean up the the bonehead plays, be more consistent. Um, and he played kind of like he played well against South Carolina in those first couple games, and then just not not to say they played bad, but he didn't play up to his potential. I think uh, it the seemed like
1: the end, I think that seemed like the entire defense was like that though.
0: That's in true. My opinion, yep. So. yep. Yeah, once they started losing, it was kind of a uh, snowball effect.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was not fun.
0: Um, also, Deshaun Rucker's another guy that they added. I, I know he's a true freshman and, you know, wasn't here during the spring, so he's probably a little bit behind. He can fly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you speed, so I, I think he's going to see some – I know we're going to talk about freshmen in a little bit, but I think he's going to see some playing time. You know, maybe you see some spot duty if games are out of out of hand, like Tennessee Tech or something like that. Right. But I think you could really utilize him in, in special teams with a guy uh, like that yeah. runs that fast, <laughs> right? <clears throat> um, all right. So
1: you said you had a question, or are you done yeah? What do you me?
0: think about um, practicing in the? So you're a coach. What do you think practicing in the more in the morning, especially right now during like you know it's freaking 98 degrees outside? Um, do you like it? Do you think it helps with injuries? I don't know if it helps with injuries, but I would say
1: the energy in an eight a.m. practice is infinitely better than a. Uh, so I think the two best practice times are eight a.m. and like seven p.m.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the midday practices are are brutal. I think highs like at high school when you practice at four p.m. you just got the kids out of class, so they're just mentally exhausted. Like whether they actually, I'm not saying their classes are super hard, but they just sat in classes for seven hours or eight hours mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So I think they're just mentally drained and it's usually pretty freaking hot no matter the time of year at that, I mean, other than winter. Um So I think that time sucks. If I was a coach, I would either practice at 8 a.m., 7 eight a.m. or 7, 8 p.m. That's yeah. the two times I would do exclusively.
0: Yeah, and I think it gives them a, a little bit more time in the afternoon to kind of relax, but it also like doesn't let them stay out super no, late either no, um, sure. because they're like you could be out that late at cool beans or, or hannah's or, or whatever but like you're gonna absolutely get your ass whooped that yeah. next morning
1: yeah no, and that the evening practices kind of do the same too um some guys made just like they would though if they had morning practices they would leave practice at you know nine, 10 p.m and go yeah <laughs> go to the bars Um, But, no, I think those are the two best practice times. I I didn't realize the change of schedule. I didn't have had changed. But, uh, I mean, I knew they were practicing in the mornings. But, yeah, and even, like, guys, like, even if it takes the guys, girls, whoever you're coaching, like, even if it takes them an hour to wake up, I still think that second hour is way more productive than your two hours that you would have done at 4 p.m. Right. In my opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, some of the – so, we we would practice every now and then in the mornings, and that was probably some of our best practices –
1: yeah, well, I think I think you just – again, even if it takes them a minute to wake up, even though if everyone didn't have their morning coffee, first off, the weather is infinitely better. Oh, yeah. And that makes everything better. I mean, sometimes you get those mornings that's just like the sun came out. I don't know if the sun woke up at 3 a.m. that morning or something and it was just like, I'm going to be hot today. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, you have some of those. But for the most part, it's pretty cool. You get some shade. And, uh, yeah, no, I think those practices are way – and I think – I mean, they're just more enjoyable too because you have the rest of your day.
0: Yeah, and you kind of like – it's kind of – a. a- way to wake up and maybe get guys to class. Uh, maybe <laughs> some go back to the dorm and take a nap or whatever. But, you know, I, I know that we used to, we had those practices and it was like, as soon as you're done straight to your 8. AM. Yeah. Like you shower, you get to class. Um, so yeah, maybe that helps in, in some other ways and just football, but yeah, I was interested to see kind of your take on it since yeah. you.
1: Big morning fan.
0: Big morning fan. I like it. Um, Drama? <laughs> QB drama. I mean, I don't
1: know. This isn't anything new. That's what's funny. It's like – I mean, someone mentioned it. It's like it's kind of been something with the this guy specifically throughout his career at Tennessee. Um, it, right now, it doesn't look like it has much to it, much merit. Um, I think maybe him not being at practice Tuesday freaked everybody out. Um, I mean – and for the – the guy that initially tweeted out as an annoying human being, but I mean, there is something to be said, like this guy has been open about having some, you know, personal, um, struggles. So that mm-hmm. sucks for him. Um, I hope he doesn't value himself. I hope he doesn't put all of his value in like who, where he's at on a football team, because not everybody's a starting quarterback. Not everybody's a quarterback. Not everybody's a division one football player. um, not everyone got a scholarship. Like, so like, I hope he doesn't like to be said for that, this specific player. Um, I, I hope that's, I hope this isn't anything personal. I hope it's all just football. And if you don't feel like this is the best place for you, I get it. Time to move on. Um, yeah. if you want to be here, cool. Like, cool. Um, I'll say this. I think he's fourth on the depth chart. I think he was probably as soon as Joe Milton stepped on campus and it's just the way the world works. Um, it's nothing personal against Brian Maurer at all. Um, right. So I'm not shocked that he's not getting a lot of reps. I'm not shocked that he's upset about not getting a lot of reps. Um, In fact, if he wasn't upset, I mean, you question people's competitiveness then. Now you have to spur that into, you know, being a good teammate, because like I said, not everybody's a starter. So you kind of have to spur that in the right ways, but it's okay to be frustrated. And like, it's okay to be mad. It's not okay to mispractice because you're mad, for for example. Um, So I I don't know. I I think, you know, I, I, I'll say this: Judging by Heupel's comments, and they were very, very few words, it doesn't seem like it was a mutual decision for him to miss practice on Wednesday. Like it doesn't seem like it was like, yeah, we're gonna sit this one out um, since he didn't take any reps today. Seems yeah, because
0: like- because like as soon as that ha- that came out that he wasn't at practice, everybody's like, oh, he's gone. And then it was like, oh, he didn't participate today either, but he was still which around. Seemed so. like a
1: yeah, which seemed like a punishment to me. You missed right, practice, you don't you get correct. to participate in the scrimmage. And yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm just reading between the lines.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would say this: this looks like the beginning of a departure to me. Um, which we kind of we've been saying it. It's, someone has to leave. It's just yeah. the way the world works. Someone's going to leave. Not yeah. has to. They don't. Physically, like it's not like
0: hey, you got to go. It's just the way the world works. Someone's going to leave. And I think everybody, you know, wishes him. The best of luck. I don't think anybody like is, but no one's really upset that he's leaving either. And right. you know, I don't know if that is maybe his problem. Like he just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the like. It just seems the like, he kind of wants the attention. You know, he's got the cryptic messages on on social media and stuff. And you know, coaches see that opposed, like if you wanted to transfer, a, like opposing coaches see that. Yeah. So like it, it's. You're not doing yourself any favors by putting out that kind of stuff. If you're gonna leave, leave, right. And like, like, if you're gonna enter the transfer portal, Tennessee's had thirty people do it. Like, it's not just like an abnormal thing. It's 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 not rare at all, um, right. And you're like like you said, he's fourth on the depth chart. He's probably been that for a while, and he's had his opportunities. He's played in this league. You know, he's super inconsistent, and, you know, he had all spring to really solidify himself to, to really be in this race and just didn't separate himself. So, it just – it is what it is. Like, it's it's life. It's football. There can only be one quarterback. Yep. Yep. It's the way the world or works. One starting quarterback. I guess you can have multiple. But, like, when has that ever worked out for anybody?
1: No, you I mean, you, you chose a position that's one guy on the yep. field at a time and usually one guy for the game.
0: Um, Sven mentioned, uh,
1: 26 guys left and you can't make that up at all. It takes time. He said, what is important for the Vols this year is progress and set of culture. I want to read this because he said six and six would be okay. In my humble opinion. Uh, if we go six and six, Sven, I will dance butt naked on the show. So you guys are better hope they don't win six games. <laughs> Cause that will be out of out of excitement. If Tennessee goes six and six to a bowl game, I will be ecstatic. I won't be ecstatic enough to get naked, but I will be like, I not ecstatic. That's not the right word. But I will be very, very hopeful for the future. If they go win six regular season games, I think that tells me a lot about what Josh Josh Heupel is able to do, especially in one year at a at a team, at a school. Because I, I mean, I think I think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be easy to win five games. I think you're lucky that your schedule plays out and Vanderbilt's so bad that you have four guaranteed wins. Um, but you do have to play the games, so as we found out in 2019. <laughs> but you you get blessed with a good schedule, and and that's just guaranteeing you four wins. You've got to really go earn that fifth. I know Kentucky's, you know, not a great football team, but they're probably, if you look at the roster, they're probably better than Tennessee pound for pound.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe not like from a talent standpoint, but I, yeah, absolutely. You got to, from last year to this year, you got to think they're a better football team than Tennessee.
1: I mean, maybe not individual, but like when you look at the position groups, I would say they're more talented.
0: When you look at, yeah, they're probably better in the trenches than Tennessee is.
1: I would I would guess. Now I will say this for Kentucky, because um, they're excited about their quarterbacks. You only got one new quarterback. I can't remember his name. Your other ones Joey, last year Joey got Gay beat Warden. out. He was there last year. He got beat out by Terry Wilson before he got injured, guys. So, how excited are you really? Because Terry Wilson was, I mean, really good, wasn't he?
0: Oh yeah, he's great. Really great. Jeez. Um. Oh man, dude the the social media drama that just draws me up because like this. Like, he's not the only person that's done it, and that's, no, like – Like, if you're more consistent with a drama on social media than you are on the field, like, there is an issue.
1: There's probably – he's – I'll say this. He's probably the only one left, though, isn't he, that's been like that?
0: Yeah. I'm. Yeah, you know, pretty much everybody else has moved on. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Kind
1: of nice. I wish he just tweeted – like, tweeted the exact same picture of that uh, – What's his name? The
0: soccer picture. picture? Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, Jonathan Kongbo. Kongbo. Yeah, just make it so cryptic that it's not even.
1: Like, like make it so specifically cryptic to Tennessee would have been. And I would have been like VFL.
0: I don't care what John yeah. Adams
1: says about you if you leave early. VFL, if, you, if he had done that.
0: That, it's sad, like that's what the VFL has turned into the last couple years.
1: If you stay more than a, a half a semester at Tennessee, or VFL. Yeah. If you only transfer to one school. Henry Toto, VFL. Go on. Henry Toto, Toto is that VFL. Oh, yeah, he's definitely VFL. 1%. God bless. I love it. Big fan of – Dad's if, talking to the media. If I uh, – that should be the new thing, right? Dude, if I I had a great relationship with my dad, it, if I was like a a college or NFL player and my dad was talking to the media about where I want to play or something like that, I would be pissed. Oh yeah. Maybe and I know that it's a little different culture with you know their families are I mean me and my dad were close. Me and my family's close. But so I know there it's a different culture. But I would, I I don't see how him talking to the media, especially when it looks negative negatively on you, how you can be happy about that. And maybe him and his dad don't think it's negative, but it's a negative thing to say to be like, "Yeah, we messed up the first time."
0: Yeah, not a no, yeah, not a great look. Especially like how happy everybody was in that moment when he committed to Tennessee, and then <laughs> my,
1: yeah, my net my question, my first question in a in a uh, if I'm an NFL GM or someone in the You know, in the pre draft interviews, my first question would be like, How, you know, when you make bad decisions, how do you respond? And then, you know, I'm sure he's going to give the interview question with, you know, how positively he responds. But so when you said this, what did it mean? Because this isn't very (laughs) popular.
0: Yeah. So, like, I mean, if you're going to pull the the Archie Eli thing, at least you got to go out and and win a Super Bowl, right? Large Eli thing was kind of, they were just like, We're not going to play here. (laughs) Right, yeah, I mean, like that was like, oh yeah, we don't want that team. Yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely different. But then, like, he made up for it. Where it was like, oh, he's gonna regret this, and then he goes and wins two Super Bowls. You're like, oh, did he?
1: I mean, I, the funny thing about that too, that I think people like want to give Archie a hard time about, and that's fair, like because it did seem like he spoke for his son a lot. Um, Archie played on in that situation. Oh yeah, he got where he just got beat to hell. And he didn't want that for his kids, and uh, that's what kind of sucks about the NFL. Like, you could get stuck with the team very, very easily. Like, yeah, sure, you can leave in three or four years, but you're going to be beat up after that three or four years.
0: Yep. So Matt Adams said, "I think Coach Heupel gets us to seven and six this year." Matt if Adams, what said, are you drinking tonight? If you have said some. that a week ago, I'd been like, "Guys, we're not going to a bowl game." Oh, but after what Baylor got. I forgot
1: about that. It's one of my stupidities.
0: Dude.
1: It's one of my stupidities.
0: Like, Tennessee should not be touched. No. Well, we'll pay the $5,000 fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. I mean, probation. What's probation? We got to see our pro officer every now and then.
1: Is Jeff Bezos at the Patriots game? Matt Adams said he's being serious. Hey, I'm not dogging you. That's like, if that's sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. That's,
0: like a week ago, I said, guys, we're not going to a freaking bowl game. All right, let's I, just <laughs> get that straight. But with Baylor not uh, – do you even call that a slap on the wrist? I think that, no. that might be a handshake. That <laughs> Thank know, you for your know. service. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what
1: you call that. Like, I I just need people to understand how laughable it is to make a Division One college football program pay $5,000 Oh, yeah. You know how easy it'd be to steal $5,000 out of that budget and never get noticed? I mean,
0: like, Miami. They hand that out at... in McDonald's bags. <laughs> well, I was going to say my that Miami Booster is giving it out to every single player who walks on campus. Like, good night. You get that that signing bonus.
1: I forgot we made it to a bowl game last year. That was so stupid. <laughs> that was so stupid. Who like, are we gonna play again? West Virginia. Oh my god. In the Liberty Bowl.
0: Thank God. Three and
1: seven Tennessee play like played in the Liberty Bowl. Like 2020 god. was so weird. Oh, you know they would have made shirts too for it. I would have bought a Walmart shirt, believe me.
0: <laughs> believe me. Oh my gosh. That's so stupid. I hate everything.
1: Um, okay, let's talk about let's talk about freshmen this year. Let's discuss freshman. fresh what? What's that from? Freshman.
0: It's um Rich What? Richman. Yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Coach Kata. Kata. Love that movie. Um was some uh, real quick. I know I'm way off topic. There were some good movies on TV the other night. I can't remember what I watched before, and then I watched oh, I watched Shawshank Redemption on TV. There's never good movies on TV, and then uh the replacements right after. All on all on my TV. No streaming service. Commercials suck. How they show commercials now without like with people like my I I was at my grandmother's who doesn't have Netflix. Um, Like how they show that and people like how many people you think watch a movie on TV nowadays? Was I the only one on Tuesday night that watched a movie on TV? I'm
0: pretty sure Eric Kane was watching The Replacements too. He may he may have. I think he was tweeting. I saw. I saw him. No, I don't think. I don't know if he's watching. I saw a tweet.
1: But I think it was on Wednesday, unless it was on TV again. Just a great movie. I hope it was on TV again. I did see his tweet. I liked it.
0: Yeah, like, the, like who has cable anymore? <laughs> my grandmother. <laughs> I mean, like, is I don't know anybody else who has cable. Uh, I mean, I. I mean, I, 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 mean, yeah, I have I Hulu know. Live. Like, I guess my sister right. has Directv. Which
1: I mean, I'm right. pretty much just has internet, and it came with. Cable, like she has AT and T, and it came with.
0: Oh, okay. It was You're like you pay.
1: No, not not free, but it was like an extra like ten or twenty bucks a month. Like. Oh, okay. I almost got cable. Comcast is like an extra ten dollars,
0: but I decided not to. But then you had to call them and set it up, and <laughs> it wasn't worth it. <laughs> it wasn't worth it. It definitely, I mean, it definitely wasn't worth it. I can tell you that. Fart in a skillet. Farting a skillet.
1: All right, let's talk freshman. I knew I got off on a tangent. What's uh, your freshman? Who- Who's,
0: who are you most excited for? Um, I think Miles Campbell. Um, okay. And I, I think if Austin Pope would be here, I don't think you'd see as much of him. But okay. uh, I think you, you will see quite a bit of him. I think with as fast as our offense is going to go, as many um, drives and stuff we should get, I think you'll see some Jalen Wright in there um, okay. and, and let him use his speed. Other than that, like I don't know if you see a ton of – Freshman. Yeah, I don't know either. And I actually – I'll I on special teams probably, but yeah, right. not a ton like that'll have like a huge role, which I guess that's a good thing.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, in a, in a sense. Um yeah. Definitely. I, I actually – I was going to say Miles Campbell, and you've kind of talked me into being excited for him. Um I think another guy that's – I mean, maybe I'm just crazy and I'm overthinking it, but I think a guy you could see in this kind of going into probably not a good thing. I think Aaron Willis. I think you'll see a lot of him.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of depth at linebackers, so, uh, you know, you could see him. I think you'll definitely see him on special teams. And he's kind of one of those guys. He was here in the spring and, you know, got into some trouble. Um, oh, I forgot he did. He was part of his, that group. But he's finally, you know, getting a footing. And
1: <laughs> He didn't get in trouble again.
0: Sure, yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully he's able to kind of learn and maybe see him toward the end of the season. I just think from the start – like, I don't think you're going to have, like, a Denico Slaughter start game one of South Carolina. Like, I don't think you'll see that out of anybody this season.
1: Right, right. You did mention, too, and I think this is probably more of a special team situation as well. But, I mean, you may see him also um, in the defensive unit. I think Deshaun Rucker, I mean, just his speed is going to get him on the special teams. Yeah. You, you know, making plays on special teams. So, sure. um, but, sure. yeah, I think you'll hear his name plenty. I do. Mm-hmm. Just may not yeah. be the defensive plays.
0: Yeah, I mean, like two of the guys, like, um, Kate, not yeah, Catron Evans and uh, man, what was his name, uh, Isaac Washington? You know, those guys probably would have seen some playing time in that defensive line rotation, but you know, just had to got in some trouble, had to move on, right. And, so didn't get that opportunity, but yeah, not a ton of got not a ton of freshmen that were here this spring are still here. And there, there I mean, there wasn't a ton to begin with, but uh, right. you know, you lost a couple too that probably have some sort of role. But yeah, I think you'll see a lot on special teams. But I think Miles Campbell and, and Jalen Wright are, are probably the two you'll see in some sort of role in this offense.
1: Right, I, I agree, and I, we've actually we have a comment and then two questions as well, uh, or a question that kind of rolls off this comment. Uh, Matt Rimmer said, "Just here to say, Michigan fans are lying about Milton. Dude is underrated and has a cannon. I do think Joe Milton is freakishly talented. I don't know if that necessarily translates into him being a great quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm hoping maybe it just wasn't the right situation at Michigan for whatever reason, and that is the case. But I mean, yeah, I agree, Matt. He is very, very talented. That doesn't always translate to." A great quarterback, unfortunately.
0: I had a Michigan fan, and you can take this for what it is. Tell me He's a that... Michigan fan
1: in East Tennessee. He sucks. I'm gonna tell you that right now. So right? he's
0: he's not from East Tennessee, he's from Ohio. Right. Which but that's it, even thing.
1: worse. <laughs> <What is> that?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you who it was after the game and you'll laugh about it. Um but he literally told me that I like Joe... that you just
1: called this podcast a game. I'm sorry, I just couldn't get over that.
0: <laughs> oh, did I say after this game? <laughs>
1: you said after the game, I'll tell you about it that's a football guy i'm
0: keeping keeping up with a game that i'm betting on on my phone too um (laughs) he told me that joe milton is so inaccurate if aaron judge was standing behind beside of him he couldn't hit him in the hands
1: why did you choose aaron judge well he's he's a baseball guy
0: But like Aaron Judge, uh, Judge is like six nine. So that's he, just such like, a weird like. Uh, yeah, like everything correlates so strangely. Well, he uh, knows I was a Yankees fan too, so that's yeah. Interesting. Um, <laughs> I don't know if like you can. And Some guy messaged me and said he saw Joe Milton slinging it on. You know, he was on his balcony watching him? practice. He was at the fraternity. Yeah. Love it. Um. We saw, I
1: believe, Zemmett threw that one to Tyon Evans in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, I think Tyon Evans is going to be damn good. I can't wait. Does he count as a transfer? That was our next question. Who's your favorite transfer this season? Um, Matt Adams likes Juwan Mitchell. That was his question. said he likes Juwan. I think Juwan's going to be your biggest, probably your biggest impact transfer, at least Mm -hmm. transfer from this year. Um, I mean, I think. Unless
0: unless it's the quarterback. Unless it's Joe Milton. That's true. It could be Joe
1: Milton. Then you better hope he's the biggest impact guy.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not 100%
1: convinced he's a starter, though. I think, again, I just
0: – at least starter all
1: year, I should say that.
0: Yeah, I think it's – right now, I think it's his to lose. Yeah, I mean,
1: probably. Because, I mean, they did bring him in. I don't know. I, yeah. Man, I, I, I'm, I'm still a big Harrison Bailey fan. He was he – was, I mean, the two other guys he's battling weren't on the roster last year. So, take this for what it's worth. I still think he was the best quarterback on their roster last year.
0: So, yeah, which – you know, isn't saying a whole lot <laughs> when yeah. you look at the other three. It's it's not. <laughs> it's not at all.
1: I wasn't excited to say it, I just said it.
0: Yeah. I mean I, I agree with you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like he was a guy that I kind of wanted to win the job, but also like I just went and won football game. So it is, right. it is. <laughs> that's that, that's first and foremost for sure. Um, okay. Camaro.
1: Like I like I said, new do you do you have anybody else? I don't know if there's enough on this roster to truly – like, I, I'm with you. Maybe it's a good problem to have. Maybe you just didn't recruit that well. There's not going to be a ton of freshman impact. Um, a lot of those I, I guys left anyway
0: when Peru left. So
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I know – I mean, even Walker Merrill got some love
0: today. Um, well, but, I forgot about him. Yeah, you might, you might see him. I, I, I just don't know if you see be- him.
1: And maybe he's a special teams guy too, but he did get some love today. Um, I mean, Julian Nixon is just a – freak to look like he's a guy that I feel like you let off the bus first. You mentioned this to Ryan. Like I feel like he's a guy that you're like, hey, um you can cut the sleeves off your suit if you want. <laughs> like, I mean he's a big go. dude. Um so I mean I, but I think you see Miles Campbell before him. Um I am excited like I said about Miles Campbell. You've got me pumped for him. Um if we're gonna give some kick, the kickers some love, JT Carver is a he's a freak. But you can there you go yeah do can dong punch, there. Duke and dong punch a football so Maybe see uh, some long field goals from him this year. I don't know.
0: You think any freshmen are a fart in the skillet? Is that Deshaun Rucker?
1: Yeah, but I don't know if he's a return guy, so I don't know if he's an actual – I still don't know what a fart in a skillet is. I don't know if he's an actual fart in a skillet. Is it the skillet? Is it a a specific skillet? (laughs) Is it a specific fart? I I
0: guess. I don't know. I don't – yeah, what fart are we talking about? Like a wet fart, or is it just oh, like a, a squeaker? Or
1: is- I, I mean, oh, it's got to be a squeaker because a wet fart ain't going to go anywhere fast. <laughs> and I can't imagine that's what you want in a punt returner. I can't imagine a wet fart is something you describe a punt returner as. Oh, sharpen a skillet. Yeah, we lost some people on that
0: one. I I can imagine. Uh, I'm sorry.
1: Just guys <laughs> being dudes. What can yeah. you do?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, don't blame us. Blame Mike Eckler. He said, <laughs> he said it to the media.
1: I want to talk to him in like, like just in those terms. Like, how you doing today? Chili's hot. Like, yeah, I'm ready to go home. He's like, yeah, I'm ready to get out of here like a fart in a skillet, like, just <laughs> like that, the whole time.
0: Just, just write down his sayings. Yeah. And we'll just have a segment on the show each week, just like Eckler says Eckler <laughs> yeah. says
1: oh, Mike God. DM me some good sayings to we'll read them off. And I don't tell me what they mean. I'll I'll just we'll just guess. Which I like you, know. you use that in a con in context, and I
0: still don't know what it means. I've never heard that. No clue. No clue. Farnus
1: skillet. <laughs> Alvin Kamara. On the jumbotron, big time, NFL rookie of the year, four-time Pro Bowler. He probably doesn't deserve it though.
0: <laughs> yeah, who said that?
1: I mean, there's so many people that are just like, "Oh, dumb, boom, boom. I don't know." I mean, I like. Here's the oh, thing. Ball's pick definitely. Well, I mean, he said something even dumber. Yeah. Like, <laughs> here's the thing. Why don't they rotate them like every year? Like General Nealon, the guy the stadium's named after, should probably be the only one that's up there full time. Right. Yeah, nothing against Al Wilson.
0: Nothing against Jason Witten. But like why not rotate them? Yeah, and especially like like your whole like the NIL and stuff like that, like it's based on recruiting and, and stuff like that. I, if, I'll this might I, be a hot I think, take. Go ahead. This might be a
1: hot take. I don't think what you have on the Jumbotron does anything for recruiting. It,
0: it probably does, but like having a guy like that's somewhat the face of your program. Yeah. That that people actually know. Like guys that are not from here know. I th- I think that's something. I mean, it, I think it can't hurt. I think it helps
1: to have people up there that you like that you know. Yeah. But I don't think having Alvin Kamara over Jason Witten helps you any in recruiting. Is what I mean. Yeah. It's so like yeah, Tennessee wants to put their name, you know, the the uh The recognizable names up there, but I don't think I. I mean, when it comes to recruiting, I don't think having Alvin Kamara over Jason Witten affects recruiting.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, it probably doesn't. I mean, I think it's just you know a sight to see. It's a cool thing to. I I think it's cool. I think it's cool.
1: A a guy that's like recent,
0: right? Yeah. Besides Butch Jones,
1: I don't mean the coach. That's that. The best thing he did was win eight games, not nine with a bowl game. I don't mean that. I mean like a guy that has had recent success both at Tennessee, I know it wasn't a lot of success, but, um, you know, a a guy that had some success at Tennessee and then has had a lot of success in the NFL so far in his career. I think it does like, I think it's good to have recognizable names up there. I just, I don't know how much it really, again, going from Jason Witten, Alvin Kamara, I don't think it like, like a lot of people be like, this is a recruiting tool. I mean, I think the names that Tennessee's had, like I think when you walk through the locker room, like, I don't think it needs to be Alvin Kamara is what I mean.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, but but if you are trying to sell to 16-, 17-year-olds, like, they probably don't know who Johnny Majors is. They probably don't know who Al Wilson no, is. No, but he could be a mainstay on the, on the Jumbotron, too. Both of them?
1: I mean, maybe not both. I think you probably have one mainstay. I wouldn't mind having 45 up there. That made me sound like he was Donald Trump. That's not uh, what I'm talking about. <laughs> or A.J. Johnson.
0: Or, or A.J. Johnson. But, I mean, like, he's had some success. I mean, he didn't he, get to finish out his career at Tennessee like we would have hoped. But Yeah, uh, I don't know what
1: that relationship is. I don't know if he can find himself on the Jumbotron or not. He, I mean, he could be a pro bowler here, you know, Yeah. soon. Which is amazing for taking pretty much three years off of
0: football, or however yeah. long it was. Yeah, three or four years, something like that.
1: It's yeah, yeah. I think, I, it's, I, I think, I think it's, it's cool. I think it's really, really cool that Tennessee's able to have a, a recent guy up there.
0: But also, when when they said it was going to be a current NFL player, it had to be Kamara, right? Like yeah. that was the. I only didn't, I I didn't
1: realize they had said that before it was coming up, going up. But
0: um, yeah, it had to be. I mean, I don't even know who else it could be. I mean, I'm probably AJ Johnson is the next like biggest name. Derek Barnett, maybe. But, like, when you look at this, how do you, know, I mean, how no do you one... know,
1: like, how do you know Derek Barnett, Tennessee? Like, yeah. like, yeah. Alvin Kamara's associate If you want to go, like, NFL player, he's the only one that's, like, associated with a team right now.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's true. An NFL name.
1: I, I don't know. That's, I mean, yeah, I guess there's a couple guys you could have chosen from. But for the most part, yeah, I would, I mean, I would have guessed if I'd known it said NFL player. I'm impressed how quickly they got that crane there.
0: Yeah, and that them, I, I like that was a good tweet. Yeah, it was thank it's you. amazing. It's amazing, dude. Uh, they should
1: have was it was it Fulmer or Davenport that said that? Or was it Plowman? It was so long ago I don't even remember who said it. No I think it was I think Davenport.
0: It, I think it was I thought Davenport. it was I thought it was Curry.
1: Did Curry say that about I thought no, I thought no it, he
0: didn't because maybe it was. I
1: think, I think it was Davenport that said that they were the crane, but it takes some time to get it out there. And it wasn't even a crane. It doesn't even take a crane. Yeah. They have a system in place to quickly change those (laughs) out. Like there's a a thing designed on the jumbotron to quickly do that.
0: Yeah. You're going to tell me um, it it takes months to take down a fire coach. I do kind of takes one day to get a, a ball legend, Jason Witten off the,
1: I do kind of like to think that, maybe the maintenance department just didn't want to work in the cold because that would have been in winter. And they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll do it in April. The crane will be here in April. And Davenport was like, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's what I like. That's what I'll think. And that's, you know what? I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, so I – but yeah, I, I think – I guess I shouldn't – I mean, it definitely – it doesn't hurt recruiting. I'll say that. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it also – like. We have less that um, it, it's to keep Alvin supporting Tennessee. I think it's just keeping those guys around the program, and, and not just yeah. putting putting you on the jumbotron, but having those guys around. He mentioned, uh, you know, some of these players you got to meet Alvin Kamara. Um, you know, I, I think that resonates with with players. Yeah, you uh, definitely
1: want to keep them around. Yeah, and, and I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess you could always use it as a recruiting tool in the sense, but I don't think it took necessarily Alvin Kamara, but just to be like, you know, you could be the next guy up there. Yeah, maybe it does help having a younger guy. I don't know. Yeah, more recent. Like, like um, Al Wilson's still alive. I mean, it's not like it's just dead people up there. It's not Mount Rushmore. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I don't. I mean, again, I I don't know if it. I just don't think it. Like a lot of people act like this is the next great retru- recruiting tool. Like everyone's gonna have faces on the back of the jumbotron. I just don't believe that.
0: Yeah, and, and let's not act like it's not a big deal. I mean, we had a segment called. Uh, Jumbotron for what years after yeah. that debacle, right? Absolutely. Um,
1: I, mean, I think my face would look pretty good on the Jumbotron. <laughs> I actually have a great picture that would look great on the Jumbotron. I'll tweet it out. They
0: used to be, a lot I've, been, I've actually a lot been on the other side of the Jumbotron, so not all even on you? the back, yeah. Oh,
1: like you and your dad for the uh, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, seeing, in low places? yeah. Did they do that last year at the end of the third quarter? I wasn't there. I oh, That's right. Gone. Does you anybody know, know? If they don't, I think the stadium should break out in. Friends and love why regions. do they get rid of the best traditions? We kept third. We kept. We still do. We welcome to the jungle on third down. The dumbest thing in all of sports. It's third <laughs> down. Thank you. Thank you for that.
0: You still stand up though. Not anymore.
1: I, out of spite, <laughs> out of spite, I sit down on third down. And I'll tell you, you know, I used to I used to be the guy – there used to be a guy that sat in uh, section ZZ – or Z, sorry, Z12. And he would – on third down, he'd do this, and he'd go, trying to get everybody to stand up. If you know that guy or if you are that guy, I hate you. Like, it just drove me nuts. The little threes, and he'd – it drove me nuts.
0: Dude, so we were – I was behind the the like uh, recruits recruits one game, and I'll never forget this. It was Arkansas in 2015, and Ryan Johnson was there on his official visit with his dad. They both had the same like army haircut. Oh yeah, um, and they did third down for what? Well, this guy did like the focus fox and was just like
1: just rocking it out. Like not even really, like just like oh, just vibing. Yeah. yeah,
0: just vibing with it. I was That's like a groove in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I was like, dude, that song's a lot faster than you're going. But <laughs> hey, whatever gets you going, buddy. It, I guess it worked because Ron Johnson ended up coming to Tennessee. He didn't there you go. He didn't finish his career here, but uh, This is what it is. Um BFL, there's also right. another guy I
1: want to mention that I hate in section L, which is my section.
0: Still, we were a little
1: worried. I told Lane I got nervous about tickets, but we're good. We're good. Um, if you're in section L, say hi. Row 46. Um, you'll have to find me beyond that. I won't give you my seat names. I think that seat numbers. I think that's how people steal tickets. I don't need the barcodes anymore. Um, but uh, he would yell, throw it. Like every time, like the ball would get snapped. I'm not kidding. Like said, Hut, throw the ball. <laughs> I'm like, geez, dude, let him catch it first. <laughs> I'm like, it's a run play. He doesn't even know if it's a run or a pass. He yelled it so quickly.
0: I mean, like with the quarterback play. I mean, that's probably not a bad idea to just chuck it and see what happens. That's kind of what we <laughs> did anyway. Fair. What happened to what's the origins
1: of Oski? Is he Like, I don't know enough. I guess enough about the history of football. What's the origins? Why does no one yell that anymore? Not good interception.
0: I don't know. I don't. I feel like I should to, know that. We used to I yell don't.
1: it all the time growing up. Pass! Ball! Osky.
0: Yeah, it's I, don't an I, I don't know. alert
1: call. I don't know. We need to bring that back. We need more interceptions so we can bring Osky back. You know something else? that's not Peter.
0: <laughs> Peter's still used. <laughs> Is it? my uh, one guy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. That's just hilarious. I'm going to get into that. It's probably...
1: I want to tell. I need to tell that story. I I need to tell him that story, the specific one I remember because it's (laughs) hilarious. It was the greatest thing of all time. (laughs) If you guys don't know, I I don't know if this is still a thing, like across all football programs, but the football program that me and Landon played out together, um, I I think it. I think it is. I I still hear people yell "Peter." So on punt team, you yell "Peter" when the returner ain't going to catch it to know, you know, to tell everyone to get out of the way to run as far. I always ran out of bounds. I don't know where you ran. Yeah. I just ran out of bounds. the easiest thing to do. Um, But there's (laughs) Peter to get out of the way. And uh, we had one coach specifically yell at a kid and ask him if he was gay. (laughs) And then ask him if he knew what Peter meant. (laughs) (laughs) And that was awesome. That was fantastic. It was the greatest. It was the greatest moment of life. Just because it was so just
0: Well, it's something like you could never do that now. Well,
1: it was just so unexpected. And it was in the middle of the game. This wasn't practice.
0: <laughs> yeah. He was on the fifty yard line asking a kid that question. It's not okay.
1: yelling it at him. <laughs> you think you think grabbing a face mask is bad? <laughs> yeah. Uh be a pa- I mean apparently Still oh, coaching, wow. though. Whoa! What? Apparently, apparently, the word originated with General Neeland. Oski. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, it it comes from the Seven Maxims. Ball Oski
0: cover block cut slide like that is apparently where Oski originates. Okay, I did not I, know that. I did. I mean, like now I guess that's. We've always know. known it, but like we didn't know, like he I didn't came know the up origin. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know the origins of
1: it. Yeah, but I didn't realize it originated in the Maxims.
0: Love it. Apparently, it
1: stands for Other Side Caught It. There's no way that's true. <laughs> There's no way. It's also spelled with an E. Where does the E come from?
0: <laughs> I'm, just like fo- I'm, just re-
1: I'm just reading cool. like a forum. <laughs> and so the forum said General Nealon came up with it. I'm, yeah, no clue. Interesting, hmm. Oski. That's cool. We definitely need to yell Oski. Like that needs to be a stadium thing. Then, yeah. Huh? We need to. That needs to be our next year. Is just Oski.
0: Okay. Yeah, I like
1: it. We when Tennessee leads the league in interceptions this year, we'll we'll make the show. Yeah. We'll how about we
0: don't lead the league and drop picks? Let's actually yell also Oski. let's
1: not lead the league in interceptions thrown. I meant sure. caught. <laughs> yeah. Takeaways. Let's call it takeaways.
0: Yeah, let's not yell Oski before we actually catch the ball. Maybe that's what they were doing last year. Who knows?
1: Yeah, that was it. Uh, Les Wadley asked, which team, if either, does the game being named after John- Johnny Major's classic help, Pitt or UT? Also, huge fan. Glad they're doing that. I wish they were doing throwbacks. Like, I wish that was already planned. But they're not smart enough. Um, I think Pitt wins. I'm sorry. I know that's negative all of me, I guess. But... I mean, I just don't see Tennessee that early in the season, especially beating a team like Pitt, who's expected to win nine games this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like that. That's that's kind of the start of your. I guess it's not the start of your season, but that, that's like your first true test. That's to see where Tennessee's at. You won't. I mean, unless they lose to Bowling Green, you won't know
1: where they're at. Right. If they lose to Bowling Green, you know where they're at. If you do know where <laughs> Tennessee's at after game one, it's bad. Um, yeah, but if, if really you lose really to Bowling out.
0: Green, I, I know we we joke about the Georgia State thing, um, and it wasn't funny in the moment, but at least that team was decent. Bowling Green is terrible. So if you lose to them, you might as well just pack it up. Like, let's not even play anymore. Right. Right. All right. Also, I, I wish the, John, the Johnny Majors Classic, like, I wish it wasn't a noon game. That sucks.
1: I know. Also, I wish Shop would – not hate me. They don't respond to me on Twitter. They respond to everyone else's request. I asked to make the throwbacks that Chad Fields showed for that game. I want one in number 45. Ignored.
0: Ignored. So, VolShop? No free ads. can That just makes
1: me so mad. <laughs> Did you see the ones that he made that are, like, from, I guess, from... It would have been when majors coached. I don't think.
0: I, don't like the know, early 90s. I, I probably have, but I don't remember. They're gorgeous,
1: gorgeous. I'll print them. i I'll, I'll, I'll make them.
0: I'll design them myself. Cut it. Cut the numbers myself. Yeah. Does it help anybody? I don't. I mean, it probably helps Tennessee a little bit because it's at home. Yeah. Maybe. But. Yeah, I don't think it really does anything. I do hope they do oh, something more than just... Oh, I thought
1: it just... said one. I didn't realize it said help. I'm sorry.
0: I-, I hope it like it's more than just a patch and like a tribute on the Jumbotron. I hope they do something else. I'm sure there'll be something
1: pregame. I'm sure he'll be the legend of the game.
0: Okay, that'd be cool. Do they
1: still do that? I don't even know if I get there early enough for the legend of the game anymore. I definitely don't.
0: Yeah, I probably don't either. I usually walk in like while the band's on the field. Yeah, right before the tee?
1: Uh, usually well before the tee. But not early enough to see the drum line March Everybody On, which is great. Yeah, I've been there for the national anthem a couple times lately. Big national anthem guy.
0: Yeah, i probably get there around that time. Like do you I'm, sing
1: the national anthem?
0: Do I sing? Or do you just listen? Mm, I'm more of a like I, I hum it. Oh, I'm big, singing. big singing oh, sing, sing it. Big sing guy. Speaking of sing, do you see where they're making the sing too?
1: <laughs> I never even saw sing one. Really, sing one yeah. is
0: really good. <laughs> I heard it. it's
1: really good. I've seen it. Um, segments, segments. Let's do it. Uh, oh, well, he spawns. Yeah, he spawns.
0: Yeah, signing with Memphis. I think that's big. Had a really good um, couple games in summer league and and find his found himself. You know, I think he's got to make the roster, but um. You know, Memphis went ahead and signed him, was undrafted. So I think that's big for him to uh, really get that opportunity. He's kind of close to, to – uh, he's in Tennessee, but he's obviously a little ways from Knoxville. What is it, seven hours, six hours, something like that? Um, I think it's big for him. I, I think he's a guy that can really be a an, an elite defender in this league. I mean, granted, they don't play a lot of defense in the NBA, but – uh you know, if you need somebody to guard somebody's best player, I think Yves Fons is more than capable of doing that.
1: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I, I It's very exciting. I think he'll be – I think he's going to be one of the more underrated guys. I thought we'd be talking about him being an underrated late pick. Um, he's going to – I mean, just went undrafted. Pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, I did find – so this is from KentuckyPrepGridiron.com. Apparently um, – there's another story that oski was nealon's bird dog who would catch the birds before he shot them like or they would he would catch them the birds that he shot he would actually catch them out of the air before mm. they would even hit the ground so okay which is pretty pretty freaking incredible <laughs> i mean i love that i'm naming my deck ne- my next dog oski that's that's pretty freaking cool so yeah yep yeah. what are you uh, getting
0: is this is this
1: nothing soon Um, okay no 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 i'm just saying my next i've always like i want a cool dog name um i kind of got you know i got my hand forced with brutus but i also think it's a really cool name so i kept it um but yeah my next one's definitely named oski i
0: like it yeah um
1: what's trending what's trending do we have any? I you mentioned we have some questions. Do we answer oh, all? I know we did we, answer some we, throughout the we show. We do have
0: some questions. Um, Thomas Ledford, Thomas underscore Ledford one says, "Can we win with each of the three quarterbacks remaining? If not, which ones do we feel best about?" Um, I think you got a lot better chance of winning with the three you got now than the three you had last year. I agree. Um, and as far as who has the best chance, I mean, I don't th- know. right. I mean, this is the most talent you've had at the quarterback position since Dobbs is here. Easy. Yeah. And I don't like as a collective unit, I wouldn't even say, you know, obviously Dobbs is good, but like as a whole quarterback room, I mean, that quarterback room wasn't very talented either. No, no, I mean
1: that was I mean it, a lot so of maybe people you go think. back to
0: Eric Ainge and Brent Schaefer.
1: <laughs> that, that might be the last great duo. <laughs> yeah. You know two quarterbacks you had them at the same time.
0: So uh, any uh, other questions? Did have some more. Uh Jason one two one zero underscore said, What does Debeck was tweet mean? Um, his tweet said, control what you can control. No need to stress about something that's out of your hands. I don't know exactly what that means. You know, was maybe not- after
1: Maurer, cause that sounds like a do what you need to do and don't worry about it. Anybody
0: else? Yeah. I mean, that was about eight, eight nine hours ago. So oh, was,
1: it, was it another crypt? Was it cryptic to the cryptic?
0: Yeah. So it's probably right after the scrimmage. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of unfortunate, you know, he plays a position that there's, probably more talent than any other position at Tennessee right now. So, Yeah.
1: Uh, Les had another question. Do you guys think having early morning practice helps the team? He thinks it will because I see Tennessee playing a lot of 11 games this year. Les, you must be in central time zone. I kind of envy you sometimes. Yeah, noon noon Eastern. Um, I mean, I I think in that regard it probably does help. Um, I think the noon games are – I think that's another, like, good thing kind of for – I mean, I think a lot of coaches prefer noon. I know fans aren't crazy, but you just don't have to sit around all day. You wake up, you go to breakfast, probably go to a team meeting, and then you're on the bus and you're headed to the stadium. You play the game and you're done. You don't have all day to think about it. You don't have all day to make sure you're you're hydrated and eating right. You just kind of get the game out of the way. So, I mean, I gotta think. I gotta think. Um, coaches prefer the noon games, and yeah, I, I certainly think getting used to playing early in the morning would help that too.
0: Right. Um,
1: and then Grant uh, Grant Morgan mentioned Grant Williams elected VP of the NBA's player NBA Players Union. Um, I heard he's going to mandate that everyone play a game of Settlers of Catan every week. So that's good for the NBA. Love it. That's the way it should be, right? No, yeah, for sure. And Grant Williams, I mean, he's a great representative of Tennessee too. I mean, why not him on the Jumbotron? TBA needs the version of the Jumbotron. He'd be there a great person
0: to put on the Jumbotron. They need some color on that. I'm right, not a anyway. fan. I'm
1: not a fan of. TBA.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's kind of a nice posy ball says white cleats this year? Question mark. Yep. Uh, yep.
1: I'm excited. I hate I'm the black cleats. Yeah, Sorry, I'm cool. I'm not Booby Miles. In fact, I disagree. That's like the only thing I hate about Booby is that he made a guy colored his beautiful white cleats black.
0: Yeah. If you want to win, put Booby in <laughs> with black cleats. The original Booby football. Booby football. Um, that's a great movie. I want to watch that movie now. It is a good movie.
1: Any others? That's all I got. All right. What's trending? Um, my first one. This was kind of trending in Vol Country, so I don't know if it's technically trending, but that's ours. Um, Bo Andrews. Assistant golf. I've actually thrown some golf in last episode too. Bo Andrews, assistant golf coach, was playing in the U.S. Amateur, and uh, he qualified for match play, which I think it's stroke play and then match play if you make the cut. Qualified for match play. I don't. I'm not sure how he played today, um, but Tennessee golf, not just the players, but the coaches tearing it up too.
0: Love it. Love it. Um, I don't, I don't really have anything that's trending. I mean, NBA summer is going on. There's some guys on uh, Tennessee players on NBA teams. So Kyle Alexander's with the Suns, Jordan Bone with the Pacers, Jordan Bowden with the Nets, Keon Johnson with the Clippers, East Ponds with the Grizzlies. Um, but then he got signed. Jaden Springer with the Seventy ers and Schofield with the Hawks. It's a lot of names in there. I know it's just summer league, but that's a lot of names. A lot of noms. The phone book. Um, I've got some more
1: golf and basketball. and kind of combine them here. Uh, J.R. Smith, he's enrolling at North Carolina AT&T to finish his degree and is also waiting on NCAA to sort out his eligibility so he can play golf. Yeah. JR. That's pretty cool. That is cool. That's what I would do if I was a pro athlete. I would, like, quit. I would do like Calvin Johnson did and quit while, you know, before my body completely gave out on me, and then I would just go play whatever sport I always wanted to play. At the college level,
0: yeah, I just don't think you're he's going to be able to be shirtless and you know, pouring <laughs> champagne or Hennessy on people. They uh, they will not they doubt they allow that on the <laughs> golf course. <laughs> at least the golf course is still be playing, they will right. allow that. So,
1: um, I think that's all I have
0: for what's trending. Also, the field of dreams is tonight, that Yankees is denied. and, and yeah. White Sox playing in Iowa. That's it's a really cool venue.
1: Yeah, they've done a good job with it. I, they, I wish they would do more at that venue. I think they play little League games at the original one, but oh, I think the other one, I don't know if, like, I mean, like, why are high school games not being played there? Like, so I'm sure, I mean, maybe they do. I just feel like you would see more of it if they did. Yeah, yeah no, they definitely should. Definitely should. Um, okay. I've got stupidity. He's got a couple. What you got? I won't call this guy out by name. I won't, I won't do that. But in the Wall for Life, uh, Facebook page, It was, this was said, this is real. Well, I guess we're about to lose a QB one with experience and leadership and a kid who wanted to be here and play here and wear the tea proudly. Guess We'll be waiting to see what happens. Hopefully he comes back to practice tomorrow, Thursday. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say, if he wanted to be here and play here, he wouldn't leave. Right. Yikes. I'll just say that. That's the only, like that's the, I mean, there's a lot of, to break down from that, but the dumbest part is to say someone wants to be here when they're leaving. No one's making him leave.
0: <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. that. And, and he's also talked about leaving for three years. Like, this isn't the first time he's talked about it, so. Yeah. Uh, my stupidity is Volpix says, I have a theory that Henry Toto might redshirt this year and wait for Christian Harris to leave for the NFL and for Pruitt to return to Alabama in 2022. It's inevitable, and probably why he chose Alabama of all places. Get back with me next year on that.
1: All this dude does is do depth charts, and he thinks Henry Toto is going to be buried in the depth chart at Alabama. Yeah, he's just
0: gonna—he's gonna take a red shirt, dude.
1: Jesus I mean, God. also, yeah, an all-American's gonna red shirt. Get
0: them. Yeah, yeah, just red shirt and wait for his old head coach to come back so he I can just, I just want to know too: Do people think Nick Saban's stupid? Like, I mean, I hate the guy, but I don't think he's stupid. Also, there is no way Jeremy Pruitt is gonna get a job next year in college. There's no way. He freeze it. <laughs> But he had to I mean, sit out for a little bit, like it was. Yeah, he did. It. It he did the it. next show. I don't think
1: he fulfilled his show cause, though. I think I think they were able to show cause to why they should hire him. I don't remember though. i would have to look. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just a dumb thing to say all around. Yeah, that was he was my next stupidity. Where is it at? I have to pull it up. But I Vol Vols, This is the Vols Picks Award.
0: <laughs> Start giving this out every week. Yeah, that's all I got for stupidity is just that one.
1: Yeah. Um, I got that and then a couple – I got a couple more most important, have one more question too. But uh, Valspix said, what? The point of having Witten up there was because he's a future Hall of Fame player and an in-state guy. This is a Butch Jones marketing tactic. It will be Kamara. He deleted the tweet. Good for him because that's incredibly stupid. I tweeted it. I'll tell you what I said. Um, I said the Butch Jones marketing tactic put the aforementioned person on the Jumbotron. This one put a four-time pro bowler and current NFL star who is beloved by Vol Nation on the Jumbotron. They are not the same. They're not even in the same ballpark. Yeah, it's not even close. Also, you you think Alvin Kamara just gave money to Tennessee? He was like, yeah, put me on the back of the Jumbotron. You think Alvin Kamara did
0: that? 100%.
1: And I'll say this. Alvin Kamara is a weird dude. Like, you would think a guy that's like, you know, wearing a grill and a bull ring and all that would be like this super outgoing, showy person. But like, how much do you really see of Alvin Kamara? Yeah. So I mean, he's a weird dude, but let's just – he's just an idiot. I, I think – I want to say so many more mean things right now about him, but I'll leave it. I'll drop <laughs> it. Um, we have a question about the uh, – let's ask, with the defense winning scrimmage, is that signal good or bad thing? I mean, if you're just making me answer based off that, I'm going to say a bad thing. But I don't necessarily think it does mean that.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, it's definitely good for your defense. It's probably not as good for your offense. Um,
1: but I mean, there's like, what does it really truly mean when you say a defense want a scrimmage?
0: Yeah, no, like no one knows how the scrimmage actually went. Did they have a good day? Probably. I'm sure the offense did some good things too. Probably not to what Hypo's liking, but he's also used to scoring like what? 50 points a game. So right. yeah, I mean, we probably didn't put up that amount of points.
1: Yeah, uh, again, I don't necessarily think it's a terrible thing. I mean, like I said, if you make me say right now which one, I would say bad, but I don't think that necessarily. But
0: I, I think bad. with with Tennessee's skill players, if they get a serviceable quarterback, I think the offense is going to be fine. The defense is where I'm worried about, so hearing anything good about them right now is, is A-OK with me. Yep, agreed. And, and he mentioned a lot of that defensive line. Did pretty well, and I think that just goes to show you how big of a hire Rodney Garner was. Yeah, I agree.
1: I agree. Um, okay, and then oh, I had one more most or one more. Um, which journey I think this is really cool. I should probably say it for most important, but I want to mention it. So, walk ons, the national restaurant franchise, yeah. I think, um, they're awarding a walk on in college athletics with a weekly NIL bill this season. They'll just share their stories through social media, and um, they'll feature these walk-ons throughout the season. That's pretty freaking cool. That is cool. I mean, I know it's not named for a specific walk-on, but, like, you know, named for – like, it's cool to honor the people that it's named for, I guess.
0: Right. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense if they were doing scholarship players. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right, right. So – um, also and- I also have another. What's trending? It's the NCAA. They don't have any power anymore. I'm, I'm just like I, I think the SEC has more power than they do right now. And you know, it, I think it kind of Shed with Baylor. Like they just don't have the pool of oh, power. Was stupid too. So very stupid.
1: All right. Um, anything else? That's all I got. That's it. Guys, appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all dropping everything in here, um, dropping questions, just chatting up. Uh, football season is just 21 days away. We'll call it 20 now since we're pretty much to Friday. Very, very excited. Got to figure out my couch beer for the season, um, something that will will the balls to victory. And um, I, can't, I can't wait to be back in Neyland. My first game will be bit, be on September 11th against Pitt. Um,
0: we'll have a huge show you know, game for that yeah,
1: one. Yeah, already ready. I'm already thinking about that Smokey Dog and Peanuts. Um. The stadium Coke, not much better than the stadium Coke. I know it's not crispy, but it's 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 good in its own way. It's good in its own. Hey, way. you're a big Smokey Dog guy. Oh, I get a Smokey Dog every game.
0: <laughs> every game, it's tradition. Every game.
1: Tradition, tradition.
0: Also, bring back the the free refill stickers. God, please. Because I love the.
1: I mean, this is the fact that I have to say this is a great deal shows you how excessive stadium cost is. Twelve bucks for a dog and a hot dog, or a dog and two drinks. That's I'll buy that.
0: Yeah, it's not terrible. Yeah, one drink and one dog is not. Yeah, for $12, get out of here. Yeah,
1: Danny White, if you want me to, I'm not going to text a friend about this. I will text my friends always if you bring back. I'll text
0: you. Text me or text Danny? I'll I'll text Danny if he doesn't do it. Yeah, exactly. Blow up his phone. 100%.
1: I I, I mean, I don't know if they can do it now with like COVID.
0: They can't do free refills? Well, they just can't. I don't know if they can refill it. Give me another cup. (laughs) I mean, how much are cups? Get us get styrofoam cups. I mean, if that's don't give don't have like a the souvenir cup. Everybody has a billion of them. We don't need any more. Well, give me two. I love
1: my souvenir cups.
0: Just give me two drinks. (laughs)
1: Don't like I don't ever get rid of souvenir cups. Get the out of here.
0: Okay. well, the the second refill, like that's how you know that they got that. Like, hey, I need a refill. Okay, here's you a styrofoam cup. There you go. I like it.
1: I saw I've all my stadium cups from every stadium I think I've been to. Oh, do you? I don't have one from AM. If someone has an AM one, because I lost mine somewhere, um, probably in Northgate. Woo! Uh, will you send that? Will you send me one? <laughs> Worth it for sure, by the way. Worth losing. Like if I had to trade Northgate for a souvenir cup, Northgate every free really? of the week. I wonder if I could take my existing souvenir cup collection to Northgate to like for more
0: Northgate. Mm. Traded. Johnny
1: Manziel mentioned Northgate in a podcast I listened to recently.
0: What which doesn't
1: shock me. Uh, busting with the boys.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: No free ads. i in Jesus. Yeah,
0: sorry. sorry, sorry.
1: <laughs> Guys, again, we appreciate it. Had a lot of fun. We will be back uh, Sunday. It'll be high school football season next week.
0: Yeah, hopefully we can get somebody on that knows a lot of high school sports here in the next couple days, weeks, episode. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. We'll see. Um, No free ads. We can't say who it was. (laughs) No free. (laughs) All right. That's all we got. We're bringing the boat in and we out.